0: to provide confidential and sensitive data on Medicaid recipients and donors. Uh, the request is part of a review of the effectiveness of watchdog agencies. Now that's news at 8 from the W.R. Newsroom. This is Bruce Elliott. Next news as it happens, next scheduled news at 9 o'clock. This reminder, Joe Franklin will be heard tonight at 9.05. Next now, Mystery Theater here on W.R. New York. Come
1: in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. Everyone dreams of growing up and falling in love. Then, if all goes well, everyone dreams of marrying and being graced with a child or two or three. Somewhere along the evolution of these dreams comes the vision of owning a house. This house will be the repository of all the dreams that have gone before. Our mystery drama, A Magical Place, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Elspeth Eric and stars Marion Seldes and William Redfield. It is sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser, and Time Magazine. I'll be back shortly with Act One. The is a house a hundred miles from any large city. It is set far back from the road. No transient would ever guess it was there. It is a modest house, small, compact, with no distinction in design or decoration. By its front door grows a lilac bush in flamboyant health, and in back of it flows an old, busy brook. Where, where is it? somewhere around here. You sure? I'm positive. Well, almost. We haven't passed it, have we? I don't think so. No, no, no. I think it's up ahead. I think so, too. Are you excited? Yes. Very. Frightened? Yes. Me, too. Now, don't go too fast. You can't see it from the road. I think it's the other side of that old bridge. No, no, it isn't. It's before you get to the bridge. Tim, please slow down. Oh. When are you going to stop doing that? Doing what? Doing the driving. If you want to take the wheel, that's all right with me. I just don't want to miss the turn. We won't miss it. Oh, you have such superb confidence, don't you? About everything. Just once, I wish you'd admit you were wrong. When have I been wrong? Think hard. There's the turn right there. That big maple tree. That's the driveway. Turn, will you? Okay, okay. This it? i remember that barn chicken coop. Whatever, I remember it. Now go slow. All right, all right. That suits you? Look, there's a lilac bush. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure it would still be there. Well, why shouldn't it be? Well, it could have died. Bushes don't die. You know all about it, don't you? Well, there's no reason why it should die. Well, lots of things die. You can say that again. Oh, please don't say you can say that again again. Why not? I don't know. I just... you. Oh, forget it. We didn't come here to argue. No, we can do that at home. Come on. I want to see if the brook's still there. What if somebody's living in the house? Oh, they won't mind. If they do, we'll explain. Easier said than done. There's the brook. Uh-huh. Well, looks healthy. <laughs> it's <gonna> cold. Come. Yeah, <laughs> comes down from the mountains. Feel it. Oh, Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> can I help you? Uh, oh. oh, I'm sorry. We, uh... We didn't know anyone was home. Well, what can I do for you? Oh, we want to apologize for trespassing on your property. Oh, it's not my property. The owners of... Are... They're away. Oh, we used to live here. Did you really? A long time ago. Well, 25 years ago, actually. We rented this house for one whole summer. We, we just felt like seeing it again. Are you interested in renting it? Or buying it? You mean it's for sale? Really? Oh, 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 hold on now. Or for rent. Uh, you're sure? There's no sign-up or anything. Oh, I'm the agent. This is Clyde Selby. I have an office in town. I'm just out here checking on the house. Well, if, if we could rent uh, uh, for the summer months, maybe. Well, the owners left it up to me. Tim, couldn't we? Well, Eleanor, I don't know. Oh, I... Mr. Selby, uh, could we talk it over? Sure. You want to go inside and look around? Oh, may we? Go ahead. Oh, thank you. I have to get back to my office. All right. Eleanor, what is going through your head? Couldn't we try it? Well, it's ridiculous. It would be worth it. Things just don't happen that way. But they might. They just might. It's possible. All right. Go on in. Well, here it is. Here is your house. Uh, Mrs. Selby, this is Timothy Elkins. My wife and I met you today down by the brook, uh, the little house, do you remember? Oh, yes. We'd like to rent the house uh, for the summer, M- maybe buy it if everything works out. Do you like it, do you? Well, we have very good memories of the place. Of course, it's changed, but not too much. Uh, somebody's put in a bathroom since we lived here. Yes, it used to be very rusty. <laughs> yeah, and electricity. We used kerosene lamps, but on the whole, yes, yes, we do like it. Well, you've got it for the summer. Fine. We'll be in to see you. I'm right on the main street. Two doors from the postal. Thank you, Mrs. Selby. We'll come in later in the day. I'm open till 7. Fine. See you later. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mrs. Selby. Well, that's that. I hope. So do I. It's a long shot, Eleanor. I, I have a feeling... A feeling isn't much to go on. It just might work. So? Do we go see Mrs. Selby and sign on the dotted line? We haven't even asked the price. It doesn't matter. That's all very well for you to say. Whatever it costs, it's worth it. If it works. It's got to. All right, all right. So, so, shall we be off to the village? Oh, Tim, let's first take baths and change and get the country clothes on. I mean, I wear shorts the way I used to, and you can put on your white duck pants and a blue shirt. <laughs> and then we'll go to the village inn to eat. <laughs> we'll stop by Mrs. Selby's before dinner. Okay, who gets to take a bath first? I don't care. Okay, I will. Tim, wait. Maybe this is crazy, but the whole thing's crazy anyway. Let's not take baths in the bathroom. What? Let's do what we used to do. Let's take baths in the brook. In the brook. Where it gets deeper. Where the big rocks are, remember? We'll take soap and towels, we'll scrub each other's back. I don't know, please, Eleanor. Please, please. Uh, it's crazy, but... Okay. Oh, for <laughs> Pete's sake, Eleanor, it's cold. Oh, no, it is, isn't it? Is this really the deep part? Oh, this is where it used to be. There's the big rock. Well, it's no more than a foot deep. It's that. No, but that's enough. I like water you can lie down in. <laughs> Ooh. Warm water you can lie down in. This is soap. I don't think it'll lather in this water. It's always used to. Well, that was then. This is now. It's that same soap. Maybe my skin's changed. <laughs> Let me have it. Fine. Take it. Oh, darling. Oh, darling. Hold still. Hold still. You don't like it? I love it. Who is that? Neighbors. Well, where are they? Further down, I guess. Well, must be summer people. Townies wouldn't take baths in a brook. (laughs) Or it rips me off. And then I'll do you. They, uh, sound like they do this all the time. They seem to be enjoying themselves. (laughs) Don't they, though? They're young. We're not. But if we could remember what it's like... Oh. Is it so small a thing to have enjoyed the sun? To have lived light in the spring? To have loved? To have thought? To have done? Matthew Arnold. We used to live light in the spring. We used to love. We used to think, or we thought we did, Anyway, we tried to. It seems years since I've thought anything. We used to do things. If we could just remember how it felt... I say, fear not. Life still leaves human effort scope. But since life teems with ill, nurse no extravagant hope. Do you think this is an extravagant hope? To try and remember? Eleanor, the last line of the poem is, Because thou must not dream, thou needest not then despair. Come in. Well, hello. I was just about to close the office. well, we are here to sign up, Mrs. Selby. I've got the lease made out from today until Labor Day. We may want to buy the place. Well, you can decide that at the end of the summer. No rush about it. Uh, How much do the owners want for it? I haven't discussed that with them. Uh, Not in any detail. But you said it was for sale. Well, nobody's actually inquired about it. Uh, Well, the owners are out of town, I, I think you said. Yes. Can you get in touch with them? Well, they're sort of traveling around... When will they be back? That That's hard to say. Uh, Mrs. Selby, you give me the feeling you don't really want to sell the house. Well, there's plenty of time for that. Well, that's a very peculiar attitude for an agent to take. You don't recognize me, do you? What? Huh? Should we? It's been a long time. Twenty-five years. Did we meet somewhere? You met me here. I rented you that house. You were very young. You'd just been married. I thought I'd never seen two people so happy. I wanted to be just like you. Be happy the way you were. I'm sorry, we didn't remember. We should have. No, no, not at all. It was a long time ago. We were all of us young. And that's hard to remember. Being young. Mm. do you think the generation gap is really a lapse of memory? What grown person can truthfully say he remembers being 5 or 12 or 16 or 20? We know that way back there we were those ages. We passed through them and became older. But in doing so, we dropped all recollection of how we felt before. So caught up were we in attaining the new age. I think this is one reason for our children's hostility. They tell us, in actions, if not in words, that we do not understand them because we have forgotten how it feels and what it is to be young. And they are right. We'll return presently with Act Two. Whitney Jr. Karen
0: Sue Butler. Fletcher, it's been... been a long time, Karen. And look at you. Look at me. Look at you. Look at me. The car, the chauffeur, the clothes. The private Jeff, the bill in Rome. I'm just Onesimo Allegro, as they say. Oh, in school, you used to be. I know. And now,
1: look, look at, at you. me. Fletcher, what changed you?
0: Ever hear of Time Magazine, Karen?
1: You own Time
0: Magazine?
1: No. You're the editor? No.
0: You saw? Sell... No, I read Time Magazine, Karen. What, Fletcher? Every week without fail. Every word from books to business, science to cinema. Now the world is my clan. Time changed you? See, I learned more than what's happening, Karen. I learned wit and charm. And soon I was the hit of the jet set, then came the job offers, the stocks, the bonds, the phone calls from the White House. I was Mundo Buffalo, as they say.
1: Well, Fletcher, you certainly have changed.
0: Yes. In fact, I'm surprised you recognized me, Karen.
1: You're still the only man I know who carries a teddy bear.
0: Oh, wave hi to Karen, Sparky.
1: Time makes everything more interesting. Including you. What's for dinner? The- As an old familiar ring Where does a mother go For the best of everything What's for dinner The family wants to know Who's got the answers Who's got the most to show Shop right here. Lower prices I like the prices on groceries And I I like the people that work here I like the prices I like the quality price. <laughs> well, i save more money. And if I
0: speak, the street, that's why I shop here. ShopRite has great eating at the meat department this week. ShopRite split or quartered frying chickens, 43 cents a pound. Italian style sausage, pork and veal, 89 cents a pound. Uh, Miss Grimble. Yes. Welcome to Martin Payne. Thank you. Since this is your first day, yes. I thought I'd help you get started. Oh,
1: good. Uh, this
0: is your switchboard.
1: Oh, I recognized it right away. Ah, good. Oh, this is really a big place. Yeah, well, the Martin Home Decorating Centers are quite extensive. My. Oh, there's your first call. Mm. Good morning, Martin Payne's. No, I'm sorry. Uh, what was that? Wall coverings. Oh, we have wall coverings. Oh, o- over sixteen hundred patterns. Really? And floor coverings, all the national brands. My. So be careful. Good morning, Martin Payne's floor covering and wall covering. No, I'm sorry. What was that? Uh, Decorative lumber. Oh, Miss Grimble, look around you. What do you see? Decorative lumber. That's right. This is a complete home decorating center. Floor coverings, wall coverings, lighting, uh, ceiling tiles, wall tiles, cork tiles, mirror tiles, lighting fixtures, dimmers, bulbs, bathroom accessories. I can't say all that. Well, do the best you can. Good morning, Martin's home decorating center. It ain't just paint. Eleanor and Timothy Elkin have returned to the cottage where they spent an enchanted summer many years before. The brook that rambled past still flows, and the lilac bush by the front door still flourishes. Captivated again by the little house, they have gone to the real estate agent to rent the place, perhaps to buy it. Mrs. Selby, I think we ought to tell you why we want the house so much. We're... We're trying to remember how it was when we were young. You think you can? It's beginning to look that way. We took baths in the brook. Oh, Tim, don't. Tim. Yes, the way we used to. It it wasn't the same. My wife's almost 50 now, and I'm 55. <laughs> it was a crazy idea. We took soap and towels and went to the place we used to think was deep. It was only a few inches of water, and the water was cold. Cold beyond belief. We hated it. <laughs> we didn't think we could stand it, and they... And then we heard voices, Mrs. Selby. Very young voices. Uh, two young people bathing in the brook. We we thought they were neighbors who lived further down, but, but, but then... But then the more we thought about it, the more we talked about it, the more we thought that they were voices out of the past. Our voices. Our voices. When we thought bathing in a mountain stream was the most wonderful, romantic thing in the world. That it was exciting that the water should be free-running and cold. Uh, maybe it was just a memory trick. But if it was, the trick was played on us both. And both of us at the same time. So, now you see why we want the house so much. Yes, we need it. We've got to have it. Can can you understand what we feel? Do you understand what happened? I understand what you feel. I I can't say I understand what happened, because I don't. All, All I can tell you is that you're not the first... It's happened before. You mean to other people? To most of the people who've lived in that house. Lived there when they were young and in love. They've always wanted to come back and live there again. Now, the daybed was beneath these windows, Tim. Ah, you're right. You are right. <clears throat> Something's wrong with that table. Uh Uh-huh, no, 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 that's where it always stood. I remember, with the two benches between the back porch and the door to the bedroom. I remember it perfectly. But something's wrong. Yes, yes, you're right. Uh, The color. It's the color. It's the wrong color, Eleanor, remember? When we moved in, it was that awful lavender, and we painted it yellow. Now somebody's gone and painted it green. Well, that's it. You're clever, you're really clever. Hmm. (laughs) On the curtains. We didn't have green curtains. We had yellow. Yellow and white check. And there was a Franklin stove right over there. You're right. Aren't you clever? And there's something else. Something. <gasps> oh, what a beautiful light. Oh, darling. You look so beautiful in that light. Do I? Do I? Really? Really? Don't ever change. Don't you? Nothing must change. Nothing will. Will it? Everything will stay just the same. Nothing will change. Sconces. Our mirrored sconces with the candles. And the candlelight reflected in the mirrors. That's what's missing. We had them on each side of the bedroom door. Remember? What made you think of them? Oh. Something. Did you hear the voices? I heard... I heard something. Our voices. Oh, Tim. Tim, it's happening. It's happening. We're remembering. We're going back. (laughs) Mrs. Selby. Oh, good morning. Uh, How are you? I'm fine. How are things going? Very well. Very, very well. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Mrs. Selby, we want to ask you something. Do you think, you know, the owners, would they mind if we just did a few things to the house? Uh, Well, just uh, made some alterations. Alterations? Oh, nothing drastic. Oh, we wouldn't do that. Not unless we owned it. But just a few things inside. You see, we want to put in a Franklin stove like the one it used to have. And change the curtains. And paint the table. It's a very old table. It must have been painted a dozen times. All the furniture seems to be the same. Same old chairs. Same old bed. You really want to do this? Oh, yes. Very, very much. Well, I don't see why not. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Selby. It's, it's, it's very important to us. Oh, and one more thing. When Tim and I lived here, we bought some sconces in the village. Old ones. The house didn't have any electricity then. These were mirrored sconces, and when you put candles in them, the light was reflected in the little mirrors. It was so beautiful. Do you think there are any of those sconces left in the village? Well, but somebody must have some. Well, actually, as a matter of fact, I believe I have some. You mean it. Could we buy them? Could you bear to part with them? We'll pay whatever you want. I'll lend them to you. I'll go up in my attic tonight and dig them out. You can use them for as long as you stay in the house. Uh Ah, that may be for a very long time. Could be forever. Well, we'll just wait and see about that. All right? You go about your painting and whatever, and I think you'll find a Franklin stove in the village junk shop. And this evening, I'll walk over to the house and bring you the sconces. Ah, there. Uh, Eleanor? Curtains are finished. Come here. All done by hand. Uh, Now, just look. Oh, it's the stove. Mm -hmm. The dear the lion's stove. And tomorrow, I'll hook up the chimney, and we'll have a fire. Well, help me with these curtains. Oh, they look great. And the table. Oh, you did a wonderful job. Do you think it's the right shade of yellow? Buttercup yellow. It's perfect. You know, the room is beginning to look right. It looks almost the same. Do you remember picking out this material? I wanted red. I know you did. But you were right. Yellow's the best. Tim, do you think it's happening? I don't know. Something's happening. Or are we kidding ourselves? Oh, don't say that. We're not young, Eleanor. I feel young famous last words of everybody facing old age. Oh, Tim, I'm not trying to look young or act young or pretend that I am young. I just want the spirit, the attitude. You know what I mean. What we had before. Before we took everything so seriously. That's it. That's exactly it. Oh, you are so clever. (laughs) You always used to think so. Whatever happened to that? See? (laughs) See? We are going back. (laughs) Yes? in. I thought you'd be here. Oh, Mrs. Selby, we've been working all day. I uh, brought you your sconces. Oh, Mrs. Selby. Oh, that's very nice of you. And candles that fit into them. Could we put them up right away? Of course we could. As far as I'm concerned, if you're not exhausted. (coughs) the, 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 The nails are in the wall, the same nails, each side of the door. They couldn't be the same ones, could they? Oh, I suppose they could. Now, there. How does that look? Let me light the candles. Oh, My hands are shaking. Imagine. <laughs> oh, that, that is a beautiful light. That is what I call a beautiful light. I have to be getting on home. Oh, come back tomorrow night, Mrs. Selby. We'll light a fire in the Franklin stove. Have supper with us. Maybe. Oh, please. Do, if it's possible. You'll see. I hope, I like you both so very much, I, I hope everything turns out well for you. Hmm. Now what did she mean by that? She means she likes us and wishes us well. Come on, let's go to bed. Uh, something about the way she said it. I'm half dead, are you? Hmm. Three quarters. I don't know when I've put in such a day's work. Mm, me too. I need a good long sleep. The bed's turned down. Come on. I'm not even going to brush my teeth. <laughs> Who cares about teeth? Huh. <sighs> oh, <laughs> Oh, this bed used to creak. Yeah, it was terrible springs. Terrible. I think you'd think somebody would have fixed them. No, I'm glad they didn't. Oh. Oh, good old bed. Let's go right to sleep. Wake up early. Take baths in the brook and pick some Lila. No! Oh, oh. what, what the heck? A bed! Darn thing fell apart. Now, what in the... Tim. Tim, listen. Now, just when I was getting ready listen. for a good night's. Will you? <laughs> what a surprise! Are you all right, sweetheart? Well, what happened? <laughs> the bed fell down. Oh, the bed! No fooling. <laughs> should we put it back up again? You think we should? Uh, later. Much later. Maybe tomorrow. Remember, Tim. I remember. That's what we said. The night the bed fell down. Mm. Wake up, love. Oh, what? Is it, is it morning? It's time to get up. Well, wait a minute. What time is it? I have no idea, but it's time to get up. Oh, okay. We're going to make us French toast for breakfast. Swell. Get up, because it's only going to take me about ten minutes. Hey, you got maple syrup? Oh. The, what? Eleanor, what's the matter? What is it? What's the matter? Come here, Tim. Come here. I'm coming. I'm coming. Eleanor, what's the trouble? Look, look! Holy cow! I can't believe it. Who did it? My beautiful curtain <laughs> rips to shreds. Listen, yes, look at <laughs> the table. Look, somebody smeared the paint all over with a knife. It, it, it looks like the it. The stove, the Franklin stove, turned over. The <gasps> look at them on the floor. Smashed to smithereens. A house, I. Who could have done it? (laughs) Who hated us enough to have done this? There is a singular shock, a most unique sensation, upon first witnessing the mutilation of a place. Anyone who has ever come home to find it has been ransacked by thieves will tell you this the loss of mere objects is as nothing compared with the outrage and humiliation suffered at the sight of familiar belongings disarranged by alien hands. Intrusion into the sanctuary of the home. Total disregard of the place once thought private. That is the unbearable insult. We'll return shortly with Act Three. The 19th... Timothy Elkin have found, rented, and moved into the house of their early marriage. It is an unpretentious place, but the mere surroundings have brought back memories of the way they were in those years of eager hope and confidence, as well as trust in each other. And from the very walls and the surrounding air have come voices, voices from the past when everything seemed not only possible, but likely, even inevitable. In their enthusiasm, they have refurnished the house to look as it did in those sunshine days, only to wake the next morning and find all their work undone. A beautiful curtain, ripped to pieces. Look at the table. Somebody smeared the paint with a knife. It looks like... Look the stove. Turned over. And my scouts. Oh, look. Smashed a smithereens. <laughs> Who could have done this? Who hated us enough to have done this to our house? (laughs) About time. (laughs) I'll say. Everything will be fine now. Everything will be fine. Perfect. I'm sorry, darling. I'm sorry, too. Forgive me. Do you forgive me? Say you do. Please say you do. Eleanor, did you hear them? Yes, I heard. Were they our voices? Or am I going mad? If you are, I'm mad too Of course, it's awfully hard to recognize your own voice You hear your own voice from inside your own head It sounds different to someone else I recognized your voice I recognized yours At least we both heard the same thing at the same time That must mean something, mustn't it? I think we should get out of here Something's telling us to leave Or someone You should phone Mrs. Selby, tell her Yes, I suppose so Lord knows what I'll say Somebody wrecked the house. She'll say who did it. Then what do I say? Ghosts? People from the past? Dead people with our voices? What do I say? You just have to say what happened Eleanor. What did happen? Vandals could have broken in while we were asleep. There was no noise. We'd have waked up. I know. I just said that because I couldn't think of anything else. Oh. Mrs. Selby doesn't answer. She's not in her office. It's after nine. Well, she's not there. Kim, I'm going to start packing. Mm -hmm. We're leaving. What else can we do? We can't stay here after this. It could happen again, couldn't it? But we're being driven out by the voices. No, not by the voices. We love the voices. It's this. This destruction. The wanton destruction. The cruelty of it. Her lovely curtains, the table. The beautiful sconces smashed to bits. It frightens me to think that anyone could have done it. Who? We don't know who. That's what makes it even worse. There's no way of stopping it. You know, I've heard of people being able to move things without touching them. It's called psychokinesis. But do you believe in that? I never used to. The things that are moved are called apports. A good medium can make things materialize. Though some people say they were always there. The medium just made them visible. Oh, Tim, stop that. Things that can be mobilized into action by means which are not mechanical or even human. Oh, listen, Stop. There are people called adepts. People especially skilled. The word used to be applied to alchemists who possessed the great secret of transmutation into gold. In the last couple of centuries, it's come to mean people with deep, deep psychic powers. Tim, how do you know all this? I... I don't know how I know it. You must have read it somewhere. Except now I feel it. Eleanor, I feel it so deeply. As though it were something I'd always known. You know, the feeling when something you've only heard about in the vaguest way suddenly becomes real to you? When you possess it for your very own? You're not trying to tell me you think you're an adept? How do I know? What are you trying to say? If I have those powers, if I've had them all along and just discovered them last night, why, then... Then what? Then, during the night... I could have done all this by the sheer power of my will. But we were together all night in the same bed. I'd have known if you'd... I wouldn't have had to get up out of bed. I could have done it just lying there. Good Lord, suppose I've been fooling myself all along. Suppose I never wanted to come here. It was your idea, you know. But you agreed. Not at first. Not at first, you'll remember. Yes, but later... What if I agreed just to... just to spare your feelings? What if I never wanted to save our marriage? What if I thought coming back here to this house was a silly, childish notion and futile besides? Is that what you really thought? I'm just trying to find an explanation for for all of this. If I have the power of psychokinesis... But that's just moving things. By the power of the will. But it's not smashing things. Tearing things to shreds, smearing paint, overturning things. Eleanor, wait. If you believe things can be moved around by an effort of will, then you must believe those things can be overturned, smashed, torn to ribbons, all, all by an effort of will. By superhuman willpower. Darling, don't. Don't dwell on it now. It's not good for you. Really, I mean it. Look, call Mrs. Selby's office again. Do that, will you? For me? If if you want me to. I very much want you to. Go on now and call her. I'll start to pack. All right. Everything can't be sweetness and light, you know. Not everybody comes back from the grave saying how happy they are to be dead. They can't all be happy. Some of them must be Furious. Not all dead people like being dead, you know? Eleanor, do you hear me? I hear you. I'm packing the suitcases. The ones who died unjustly. Those who died young. Those who were murdered. They must be full of hate and violence. Well, it's the same thing with psychokinesis. Not everything simply floats around in the air. Some things get broken. Tim, I want you to stop this. I don't like the way you're talking. Mrs. Selby doesn't answer. Maybe she overslept. Maybe. You think I should start cleaning up? Oh, leave it till later if you want to, or I'll do it. No. No, I'll do it. All right, I'll fetch you a broom and a dust All those little squares of mirror. Eleanor? Yes, darling, what is it? I don't want to think I did it. I don't want that kind of power... I did want to come back to this house. I did want to remember those first years, those good years. Of course you did, darling, just the way I did. Who could that be? I don't want anyone to see the house like this. What could I tell them? If we're quiet, they'll go away. Anybody home? Mrs. Selby. Yes. Uh, come in, Mrs. Selby. Just thought I'd stop by... Well, what's happened here? See for yourself. Well, this is terrible. After all your work... This is the way we found it when we got up this morning. Well, the sconces. Brooke? We'll pay for them. No, no, no. They're yours. You left them in the house when you gave it up years ago. I was saving them for when you came back. You knew we'd come back? Well, not for certain, but many people do. You see, this is a magical place. You said... Magical Things happen here that don't happen elsewhere. We heard voices. Many people hear voices. Those who don't simply aren't listening hard enough. We thought they were our voices out of the past. Oh, I've no doubt for what they were. But then to wake up this morning and find this. Everything we'd done to make the place look the way it used to, all undone. I never thought they'd go this far. I swear to what? you... What did you say? You said I never thought they'd go this far. Yes, what did you mean by that? Who's they? Well, I'll I'll have to tell you. There's no way out. You most certainly have to tell us. If there's any explanation, we're entitled to hear it. Well, I left town last night. I got word my son needed me. He was in a hospital in Denver. I I took a plane. By the time I got there, he was almost wet. We tried to reach you this morning. We tried twice. Well, I flew back as soon as my son and my daughter-in-law told me what they wanted. It uh, was hard. What did they want? They wanted their house back. This house? They spent their honeymoon in this house. Just as we did. The marriage became unsatisfactory. After a couple of years, and they separated. She went her way, he went his. Then he fell ill in Denver, and she rejoined him. Then... They kept in touch. Their spirits were never very far apart. You mean they kept in touch by by mental telepathy? Is that so strange to you? Well, it's something we've read about. Could I have willed all the destruction that you see in this room? Is that conceivable? Well, I, I, I think it more likely that all this damage was done to my son and daughter-in-law. They think that if they come back here to this magical place where they were so happy that they can be happy again just as before. That's exactly what we thought and others before you. But you see, this place is a place of youth of youth and for youth. They're younger than you so they will not be denied. We'll be leaving, Mrs. Selby going back to town. I'm so sorry. I think this place would have worked for you. Perhaps we waited too long. Do you think that's why the place didn't work for us, Tim? Because we waited too long?
0: You know what they say.
1: You can't go home again. But it almost worked, didn't it? Perhaps. Tim... Mrs. Selby said she flew to Denver to see her son. Do you believe that?
0: Why shouldn't I believe it?
1: It's four hours by plane to Denver. Four hours back. Could she have done that between last night and early this morning? It's possible. And talk to her son? Why not? In a hospital in the middle of the night? Oh. I see what you mean. So if she never went to Denver... Went physically, I mean... Couldn't she be the one who broke into our house and destroyed everything we'd done? Perhaps her son phoned her, told her that they wanted the house back. Eleanor, are you trying to rationalize this whole thing? Well, why not? It's easier to live with than the other. What have you got there? Got where? In your lap. Oh. These, they're just little bits of mirror from the sconces. I thought you threw them out. No, I... I thought I'd like to try to glue them together again. It'll take time, but I think I can do it. There'll be a souvenir of that magical place. Not a bad idea. You approve. You really do. It's worth a try. Definitely worth a try. Darling, isn't it lovely? Our house... It's beautiful. I picked you some lilacs. Shall we go take baths in the brook? In a minute. Right now I want to look at you by candlelight.
0: Just so. How lovely you look.
1: Tim. Yes, my dear? You heard. I heard. That's the way we used to talk to each other. That's the way we'll talk again. I don't know We're very ordinary people, really Very Middle-aged Very middle-class But we can still hear voices Voices from the past Beautiful Wonderful Lovely Oh, darling love, true love, forever and ever, to the end of time. Did you hear? I heard. We said all those things. I know we did. Did you notice the voices are getting fainter? The further we get from that magical place, the fainter they become and soon we won't be able to hear them at all. What then? Will we just grow old? Will that be all? With no voices to keep us young. Is it so small a thing to have enjoyed the sun, to have lived light in the spring, to have loved, to have thought, to have done? But that's all over. That time has passed. What can we hope for now? Because thou must not dream. Thou needst not then despair. I won't despair. Not if you'll stick with me. Will you? Of course. Where would I go? Your voice answers mine. Mine answers yours. As much as two bodies... We're two voices meeting. Oh, lovely, beautiful, <laughs> wonderful, marvelous. Love, true love, dear love. Is the story of Eleanor and Timothy Elkin, who went to a great deal of trouble to recapture their youth, only to be driven away by those younger than themselves. Yet they carry away with them, as they return to the life they fled, certain souvenirs, little bits of mirrored glass that reflect the dancing light, and the sound of their own voices from out of the past voices full of wonder happiness, and love. I'll be back shortly.
0: Here's important news for you. Dependable Dean has launched a revolutionary new price policy lowering all carpet prices to rock bottom. This means that every carpet in Dean's stores carries an astonishingly low price tag with no, repeat, no exceptions. The carpet you want is right here at Dean's at the lowest possible price. You can always depend on Dean for the finest floor covering, help from salesmen who care, and prompt service. Right now, you can get 12-inch by 12-inch Ken Tile Touchdown Vinyl Asbestos Floor Tiles for only 33 cents each. Yes, 33 cents. Install a beautiful 10-foot by 10-foot floor yourself in two hours or less and for under $35. Come to Dependable Dean and save on tile, broad loom, and remnant rugs. Dean's stores are located throughout New Jersey, open Monday through Saturday, 9.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Remember, you can't spell dependable without D-E-A-N. And now this message from your Ford Dealers Association.
1: Hello, me. It's good to know you. Hello, me. I'd like to show you how to be the real me. I go and work my tail off for four years of school vacations to buy myself a new car when I graduate. Then my local Ford dealer says a new car might not be what I really want. So he shows me his new Ford Vans. You can customize them any way. Take them anywhere, he says. Even live in them. P.S. Me and my new Ford van with the bubble windows, stereo set, platform bed, and wall-to-wall carpeting are headed cross-country. When I drove up to the college to say my farewells, my old history professor looks up and says, Stephen Taylor, is that you? And I said, Yeah, professor, this is me. My Ford the real me. My
0: Ford TV newscaster Betty Rollin had a breast removed because of cancer and wrote a book about it. We knew from seeing Betty Ford waving on the White House balcony that you can have a mastectomy and wind up fine. What we didn't know was what happens to you on the way to being fine with your husband, with your sex life, with your friends, what happens within you. The funny moments, the
1: terrible moments, the moments of feeling like a freak and then getting over that. All of that is what I put in my book as honestly as I could.
0: Read Betty Rowland in the New York Sunday News, the first installment in a six-part series from her intimate bestseller, First You Cry. In the Sunday News magazine, writer Nat Hentoff chats with Bing Crosby about radio, singing, golf, politics, and plans for the future. In the Sunday News leisure section, an advanced look at big-budget movies slated for holiday viewing. Any good ones? Interesting reading in the New York Sunday News. is the bubble we all chase. We look back on it only to commiserate with ourselves on how we wasted it. But if we try to remember, we can. It's voice. It's clear, unheeding voice. It's believing.